Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and ClearVista Financial are not affiliated. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Welcome, everyone, to the Spend Life Well Show. This week's episode is Understanding Medicare. I'm Certified Kingdom Advisor Mark Trice, and today with me in the studio is Jesse Hamilton. Hey, Mark. How's it going? Doing well, Jesse. Good. Well, guess what? It's getting really close to Medicare open enrollment period. It's that time of year when we get to be inundated with commercials and all sorts of radio ads talking about Medicare enrollment, Mm -hmm. open enrollment period. I I had a very close family friend call me last week because they were celebrating what they called their Medicare birthday. They didn't want to put a number on it, but they said, wish me a happy Medicare birthday today. So, All right. Well, happy Medicare (laughs) birthday to that person who was getting excited about being that old. Uh, But, you know, it it is uh, one of the most often misunderstood aspects of retirement health insurance. And we're going to jump into it today, Jesse, talking about Medicare. Yeah, we got we have a lot of al- alphabet soup again. A lot of financial terms have alphabet soup, but this one's going to be a lot of ABCD and then some other ones as well. So let's get started. Okay, so Jesse, what what is Medicare really? So Medicare is a, a federal health insurance program by the United States that provides coverage to millions of individuals, primarily seniors, those age 65 and older. All right. So, you know, it's important that folks that are over the age of 65 that are required to sign up for Medicare uh, understand the different parts. Mm -hmm. Now, I will put this caveat here. If you are still employed by a large group employer that has a health plan with more than 20 employees in it, Jesse, Mm -hmm. you technically are exempt from having to sign up for Medicare. Right. So if you currently work for a big company, Maybe you have 100 employees or a couple thousand employees that they all apply greater than 20, right? Yes. But, but you know what? We get all, I mean, my, your phone, not my phone, but your phone, if you're 65 will blow up starting around this time of the year with people telling you that if you're 65, you got to sign up for Medicare, you're going to face penalties and it's lots of uh, carnage and so forth. And we've seen some people actually fall into the trap of believing that they had to sign up for Medicare when they were covered by their workplace plan. Mm-hmm. So That's right. we'll jump into these. Let's let's jump into the parts and so forth. Like Jesse said, there are four part, four main parts, really three. Yeah, and we'll get around to that first part. The first part is Part A. That's for hospitalization. Mm-hmm. That's right. So it primarily covers inpatient care services. Um, that's your hospital stays, skilled nursing care even home health care and hospice care. Those are yeah. the four main subcategories here. So let's break that down. Yeah. So hospital stays, that you know includes a private room, semi or really semi-private room, meals, general nursing, and necessary uh, hospital services and supplies, okay? Mm-hmm. That's not everything. That's just the things that Correct. we mentioned. Correct. And there are, for hot, Medicare Part A is generally free uh, for folks that have uh, turned 65 and they um, have earned enough credits mm-hmm. towards their Social Security uh, credits to qualify for free hospital insurance. Do you now, know off the top of your head what those credits are? Yeah, I think it's 30 credits, Jesse. Okay. Um, I'm sorry I didn't have that number on our notes today, but I think it's 30 credits. Uh, 40, you're definitely it's free. 
Yeah. Uh, 30, I think you have to pay. If you have none, you can still get Medicare Part A when you're 65, but you do have to pay out of pocket for all those those services and mm-hmm. so forth. And it's like $400, $400 a month wow. for okay. Medicare Part A. But most of us that have worked in the workforce and we, we paid into Social Security over the years and Medicare over the years, we're going to have those credits. That's right. So you mentioned skilled nursing care facility. Now that's that's a doesn't cover long term care at all. Really, it's yeah. the first twenty one days of being able to stay in a, in a skilled nursing facility. Now, is that after you stay in the hospital? Well, or? it could be. Yeah, you're right. It could be. Maybe you had a hip replaced or something like that, and you need to go into rehab. It would cover those types of care, but only the first twenty days. Okay, um, home health care. Well. It doesn't cover someone coming into your home, but it may cover some medically necessary part-time or skilled nursing care and therapy services, but not everything, once again. And, of course, hospice care. Um, Medicare Part A will cover some of the benefits for palliative care for individuals with a terminal illness. That's right. Okay? So it's important to know that Part A, if you have those 40 credits of of paid into Medicare, it is free. Uh, but there are co-pays, mm-hmm. there is co-insurance. For example, I know for the um, every time you check into the hospital for procedure, there is a sixteen hundred dollar uh, copay or co-insurance there for staying in the hospital, and that's per spell of illness. Wow! All okay. right, so that sounds like something my grand- grandmother would say. A she, spell? Had, she had a spell, and she had to go into the hospital for pneumonia. So you you need to. Um, you need to make sure you understand that because it does not cover everything. It covers a lot of the hospitalization part after 65. So, you know, most people are going to qualify for that uh, when they turn 65 or if they've received Social Security disability benefits for at least two years. Right. So Part A is pretty stable. You're going to want to sign up for that, right? Right. And you can sign up. You can sign up for Part A uh, because it's free. You can sign up for Part A even though you may be covered under your workplace health plan because you're still working That's or your be, spouse is. It can be very confusing to people. Right. And it is, It is in many cases, you want to check with your HR department, the benefits department. In many cases, it is complementary to your existing health plan that mm-hmm. you have at work. Right. So, Jesse, let's. what comes after A? So, after A is B. B. Part, part B is medical insurance. This is the uh, a lot bigger piece to the pie here, but this is focusing on all your outpatient medical needs. Okay. Well, let's talk about some of the coverages. Yeah. So, uh, doctor visits, preventative services, you know, durable medical equipment, all around outpatient care, and uh, also some home health as well. Okay. All right. Well, let's break that down because... Yeah. It does not cover 100% of your doctor's visits. That's right. Or specialists or other healthcare providers. In most cases, if you're working with a physician that accepts Medicare, uh, Part B will cover up to 80% of the cost of that visit. Mm-hmm. You will be responsible for the other 20% of that. So if you go to the hospital and you need to see the doctor, you're using A and B potentially. Correct, right. Now, preventative services like vaccines and screenings and so forth, that usually is paid for by Medicare Part B, but not not always, yeah. right? Not always. Durable medical equipment you mentioned, Jesse, that's for, you know, if you need wheelchairs, walkers, oxygen supplies, things like that. But once again, maybe won't cover everything. All of it, yeah. Right. So um, outpatient care, 
lab tests, x-rays, stuff like that. I think what a lot of people think of is they think it covers everything. Let's say your doctor doesn't participate in Medicare and you want to go to them for a procedure or for to maintain your relationship with them. You may be completely out of pocket for that expense unless you have some type of supplemental type insurance. Right. That could have a huge impact on your retirement plan. Absolutely. It's it's estimated, Jesse, that the average couple will spend well over $250,000 in, in uh, health care expenses in retirement. And I that includes that. Medicare mm-hmm. premiums, things like yeah. that. So, so Medicare Part B also kind of covers, uh, complements Medicare Part A, but it's really for, for medical services, outpatient doctor visits and stuff like that. Right. So how do you, how are you become eligible for Part B, Jesse? You're automatically, uh, most people are automatically enrolled in Part B when they qualify for A, but like, as we said, if you're a part of that large group plan, you might not sign up for it quite yet. Right. Now, if you're already receiving Social Security when you turn 65, you will automatically be enrolled in Medicare. Okay. Part A and B. Now, if you are working, you don't want them to enroll you in Part B, you need to opt out of that. That's something our office can help you with, or you can simply go and take a uh, a big, thick, epic novel to the Social Security office and wait in line. (laughs) Now, Jesse, we're going to jump ahead to Part D. Now, I'm skipping Part C for a reason, but what's Part D? Part D is going to cover prescription drug coverage. Okay. So solely drug coverage, which is essential for many people. So here's what you need to know. Um, part D provides access to a wide range of prescription medications, including brand name and generic drugs. Plans are going to vary in terms of the drugs they cover. This, so this is it's essential that when you're shopping for Medicare Part D, that you have a list of your prescriptions. Right. That's one of the checklist items before you begin this process is what are you taking regularly? Exactly. And so because one one carrier will consider, um, you know, let's say lisinopril, which is a blood pressure medication. Mm-hmm. They might, one carrier might consider lisinopril a tier one drug. Another one might consider it a tier three drug. Mm-hmm. And all that means is, is that the copay or the amount that you have to pay for that drug, it might be $4 a month or it might be $127 a month. Big difference for the same drug. Huge difference. So the plans vary in terms of the drugs they cover. So it's important that you have that list. Talk about before you sign up for anything. And the premiums, the deductibles and copayments can vary based on the plan you select. Yeah. So we've seen some drug plans that are that are super cheap or free, but they don't cover that many drugs. Uh, but this is another one too. We forgot to mention in Part B that Unless you are exempt uh, because you work for an employer that has more than 20 employees and you're covered by their health plan or your spouse's health plan, um, if you don't sign up for Part B and D on time, there can be late enrollment penalties, Mm -hmm. which follow you for a lifetime. Uh, It's important to remember that and know which option you're going to choose when it comes time to, to reach 65. Right. So, you know, the, the, the thing about Part D that prescription drug coverage, in, in order to enroll in a Part D plan, you have to have either Part A or Part B. So A and B obviously becomes before D. That's right. That's a good way <laughs> to think of it. Right. Yeah. And we're trying to make it exciting, folks, talking about Medicare. Yeah, we were joking earlier about how we make it a little more fun. Yeah. Can, how can we make <laughs> Medicare sound entertaining? Well, your, 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 your family friend was celebrating their Medicare birthday, uh-huh. so I guess they were having fun. Yeah. 
So um, you can sign up for Part D uh, during specific enrollment periods. When we talked about different enrollment periods, right now we're about to enter into uh, the open enrollment period, which happens every year. It usually starts around October 15th and runs through December 7th of every year. You may qualify during that time if you're already on Medicare, if you are um, looking at, um, you know, you're, you're retiring or something, that's a very specific um, um, enrollment period of time. If you miss both of those, there's a general open enrollment period that starts January 1st, but you want to make sure that you sign up on time. That's the important thing to remember. Mm -hmm. So uh, I've got part A, I've got part B, and part, and those are, that's the original Medicare, if you will. Sure. Part D is the addition of prescription drugs. So why did we skip C? Well, we skip C because this is where a lot of confusion arises from folks that are looking at, Medi at Medicare. There is something called Medicare Part C, which is commonly known as Medicare Advantage, right? This offers an alternative way to receive Medicare benefits through private insur insurance plans, okay? Mm -hmm. So, so here, this, here's, it, why don't you give us an overview, Jesse? So yeah, this, this combines A and B, and it also fills in some of the gaps, and D, including D as well. So things like maybe dental, vision, hearing services, um, you, these typically include an HMO or a PPO, so it's a continuation of similar services to maybe what you had before Medicare, and it can offer a, a wide range of cost-sharing structures and co-pays, deductibles, right. like I said, to fill in those gaps. It is not, once again, going to cover everything, so mm -hmm. you still will have co-pays, co-insurance, and things of that nature. I think one of the most common—this is probably the most common Medicare— um, uh, advantage plans it's it's most common that's one you see advertised all throughout october november and december mm -hmm. it is probably the cheapest versions but it has a lot of limitations and uh, one of those is it's predominantly dominated by the use of hmos or health maintenance organizations right and so one of the things that you're also going to want to consider here is where are you going to be right you want to be Local local care, or do you want to have care wherever you go? Correct. So, for example, with an HMO, you have to go to your primary care physician before you can go see a specialist. With the PPO, you may be able to go direct to that specialist yeah. without having to go see your primary care physician. What Jesse was talking about, which kind of uh, leads us to into a conversation here in just a moment, was a lot of times Medicare Advantage plans are very region-specific. Mm -hmm. So they may only cover you within a particular hospital network. So let's say Baylor, Scott & White, which has a pretty decent-sized network, but it's not all over the United States. Right. So that might limit you in terms of your coverage. If you want to you know, enroll in a Medicare Advantage plan, you have to be eligible for Part A and B, and you typically sign up for them all along uh, during that open enrollment period, or if you are in a specific enrollment period yeah. after you leave your workplace employment. Mm -hmm. Now, that leads me to believe, well, what else is there besides Medicare Advantage? Well, there are uh, Medicare supplemental plans. Medicare supplemental plans tend to be a little bit more robust. They're going to cover more things. They're going to help you cover those co-pays and the co-insurance. That's right. And they may cover you outside of network. So, for example, if you're, you and your spouse are wanting to travel uh, in your retirement, you're looking at going overseas, taking several trips and things, a Medicare Advantage plan may not cover you overseas. So you're going to want to find one that 
specifically fits your needs. Not everybody needs that. Right. And there's all sorts of letters of the alphabet when it comes to these plans, but plan it F goes even further. Yeah. Yeah. Plan F is the most common Medicare supplemental plan that will help you with your coinsurance, your copays, and other deductibles and things that you need to look at. Just like any other Medicare Advantage plan, you want to make sure that your doctor accepts it, that your drugs are covered, and you are going to be covered in the regions that you want to travel. Mm -hmm. A lot of folks don't realize that, and they just sign up for the Medicare Advantage plan because it's the cheapest, and they end up wind up needing medical care or have an emergency. It ends up and, costing and them more. It ends up costing them a lot more. So be careful about that. Make sure you understand the limitations of each type of plan. Talk with a, a professional insurer. We have folks that we can refer you to um, in the area, in, in your area, whether, whatever part of the country you're in. We've got folks in our network we can refer you to. Here in Central Texas, we send folks over to Ross Insurance Agency. Um, they're able to help you uh, with that. Just contact our office. We'll get you their name or, num or their number and their website, and we can help you with that uh, referral right. there. We don't we don't sell Medicare insurance because it is very complicated, and um, there's lots of rules that we have to follow that we would rather prefer you to a professional refer you to a professional than try to tackle that in our office. You know, we we spe we specialize in financial planning, investment management, and helping you with your financial goals, all from the perspective of a biblical worldview. But for Medicare insurance, hey, we call an expert. We know we know when we need to call in the experts, and yes, that's we do. that's one thing we do call an expert for for Medicare insurance. Okay. So Jesse, just to wrap up, remember there's there's what how many parts? Four parts, really, really three. Um, a, B are your core parts, and then D is your prescription drug coverage, and then part C is Medicare Advantage, or um, if you want to get an, an additional plan on your own, you can do that. It's a Medicare supplemental plan. That's right. Right. So it's important to familiarize yourself with these different types of plans and the different parts of Medicare. You can also look on our website. We had a, a webinar in the month of September that's online on our YouTube page. You can sit there and find that and watch that longer recording uh, that goes into more depth about Medicare. That's right. And also, if you uh, have military-based medical plans, those are going to possibly complement each other. They might, they might not. TRICARE, TriWest, those kind of things. Um, but that's a whole other conversation. If you have questions, give our office a call. Yeah, great. And you can contact us at uh, 254-282-0495, 254-282-0495, or you send can us actually, an email. You can text that line too, Oh, that's right. You? We can th People can text us there, 254-282-0495, or send us an email at info at clearvistafinancial.com. Well, folks, Jesse, for, until next time, hope you've enjoyed our little podcast about Medicare. We hope try to was, make it exciting. Hope it was at least kind of interesting Maybe you can too. stand up and dance for the, for the audience <laughs> and stuff. But until next time, folks, you've been listening to the Spend Life Well Show. <laughs>